Episode 6 of the Sideline Views Podcast is presented by Guy Boston Sports. For day-to-day coverage on the Bruins, Pats, Sox, and Celts, visit GuyBostonSports.com. Today I'm joined by several individuals. We've got Dean in the corner doing something with two iPhones. <laughs> we got Rob to my right, who will be my, uh, my co-host for this installment. And we've got Serge in the back playing Fortnite. Rob, how you doing? Doing well, how are you? Pretty swell. Um, you know what, let's kick it off to what, with what we just witnessed and what I just predicted, which was the Philip Rivers comeback mm-hmm. that I called at the dining hall just, what, two hours ago? <laughs> it was a uh, good game. Um, the Chiefs, they really played well in the first half. Um, Mahomes was able to get free, he had too much time. Um, and he was it looked to, like it was over in the first like five minutes yeah. when, when Rivers threw that pick instantly. Yeah. And it was like Rams, Chiefs all over again. <laughs> yeah, they, the off- yeah, they were able to like, get their offense going, and Mahomes just had so much time to get um, passes to his um, receivers. But in the second half, they couldn't really get going, and then the Chargers were just charging through <laughs> charging forward <laughs> and uh, they were able to get that two point conversion um, the one that I also called by the way <laughs> and they were just they were just um, persevering in that second half and that put them over the hump and now we've got a two way tie over there in that division yeah. the, so Pats fans got what they wanted out of that one <sighs> yeah that was a really solid game um Rivers looked really sloppy in the first half, and yep. that was an extremely risky decision for go for that two-point conversion mm-hmm. in the end of it. But, I mean, that was that was insane. Yeah. So, what do we got next for the Patriots up in the, in the schedule? Steelers next. We got the Steelers next, yep. right? What do you think about that matchup? Uh, it's, it should be. I think it's going to be a high offense game. Ben Roethlisberger could be sneaky good at times. Yeah, he, he especially at this point in the season, yeah. like people overlook, overlook him and the Steelers and Mike Tomlin. And then once it gets to this point around, like remember that game last year late in the season where, what was it? Roethlisberger? No, 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 no. Steelers where Roethlisberger like threw that pick to end it in the end zone. Remember it was Butler who caught it. Oh yeah, yeah. So, I expect, I expect a pretty. I don't expect a high-scoring game necessarily. I just expect it to be head-to-head mm-hmm. and to the wire at the end of it. Yeah, it should be, should be a good game. Interesting matchup: Brady versus Roethlisberger, Big Ben. <laughs> yeah, what's the, what the Steelers are seven and are they seven and six? I want to say they're first in their division. That's all that matters. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it's been looking pretty weird dispersed wise. They're seven and five. No, seven and five, yeah. But I mean they have the Ravens, Browns, and Bagels in their division, so can you really be worried there? No. <laughs> <laughs> they shouldn't have any trouble with the winning the division. Something that got caught my attention that he pointed out, there's two Saturday games. How often does that yeah. happen? Usually, I only remember seeing that. The in Texans the and Jets and what was it, Serge? The Broncos and Broncos and Browns. The Broncos and Browns. Thanks a lot for remembering, Serge. 
<laughs> That's our research assistant. Mm -hmm. Doesn't really come through a lot. But, yeah, he's like Paul George in the clutch when it comes to the research. <laughs> 1 of 15. <laughs> 1 of 15. Serge, you're 0 of 15 for coming. 1 of 16 now. <laughs> well, there. 1 of 6. We'll give him like 0.5 of 16. But how often does that happen? Saturday games. Yeah, I only recall that in the playoffs. The wild card game. Yeah, the wild card like, game, you see yeah. that. But. I have. Are they playing in like some, a different city or something? I don't think so. No. That's just weird to me. It's not really a game I'm necessarily excited for to see Houston and New York. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Towards this point in the season, I think we all know where everybody is and where everybody's going. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the uh, Saints and Panthers game. Oh, the Saints and Panthers game. Yeah, Monday Night Football. Monday Night Football. <laughs> Is that your, your matchup of the week? Uh, for me, yeah. Why uh, so? Why are you so interested in the, the Saints and Panthers game? Uh, my friend Serge here is very uh, is a huge fan of Cam Newton. and um, Is he? Yes. And, I uh, never knew that. <laughs> and, you know, I like Drew Brees. I'm a fan of Drew Brees. You like Drew Brees or you just... Oh, you mean the soon-to-be-named MVP, MVP, Drew Brees, yeah. correct? You think he's going to win MVP? He can. He is going to win MVP. Who do you think is going to win MVP? Pat Mahomes. It's not going to be Pat Mahomes. Mahomes is he's leading the league in touchdowns, See? passing See? yards. A lot. He's, yeah, he's doing well. He's a, yeah, he's a very young player. Drew Brees is reviving the Saints. Single-handedly. Because when you look at the Saints and then you look at the Packers, they were kind of in the same situation where it's like pedestal-wise. Yeah. What's his face? Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees are both like... They have a good run game, though. Within that discussion. You can't compare. What do you mean you can't compare them? How so? They're both quarterbacks. How can you not compare them? Yeah. You don't compare Aaron to Drew Yeah. Yeah, you do. They both have one Super Bowl. It's another comparison. They both haven't played in a Super Bowl in like over a decade. Yeah. I'm uh, pretty sure Rodgers was the year after Breeze. Yeah. How do you how do you not compare the two? Alright, he's in his Fortnite yeah. game, so we'll just <laughs> leave him alone for now. <laughs> Dean, you can care to chime in whenever you want. Just don't bring up any Kemba Walker talk. That's the one rule about this podcast. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> well, I'm back here. I, I think he's having a fucking a good season. Cam, a great season. You're, you're, you're good. You can swear. Okay. Kemba okay. is better than Kyrie at this that moment. That's completely false. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's false. <laughs> all right, all right. So we'll we'll get away from from little football talk and Jesus Christ, Dean. <laughs> so last night the Boston Celtics took a five point overtime win over the Washington yes. Wizards. Kyrie Irving dropped thirty eight points. Yes, he did. Did you watch that? Did of you course. hear about that? Oh, yeah, I saw the whole game. Since you're the Duke and the Kyrie guy, I'll let you take this one away. Okay, um, well, my thought, my thoughts on the whole game was, at first, I, I, I didn't like our defense uh, for, like, most of the game. Is um, that anything new? Yeah, Oubre was just, it seemed like Oubre was open every time in the three-point line. John Wall was getting his way to the rim every single time. Uh, I want to say he scored probably like 30-something. Oh, uh, John Wall had 34. 34, 34 yeah. yeah. 
So he he was he, getting his way. He man. also had like eight points in the fourth quarter to uh, bring him back. Yeah. <laughs> you want to see? You want to know something even more impressive than that? Twelve of Boston's seventeen overtime points were single-handedly scored by Kyrie Irving. Yes. But I mean, I'm not the one who scored those yeah, points. Yeah. I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um. That that three at the um the Deep second three. Last, the second to last three when he's like when he's leaning forward, John oh, yeah, 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 yeah. right in front of him. And he's just like, I don't know if you guys heard about Brad Stevens. Mm-hmm. They, um, Brad Stevens was talking about it after the game. He's like, yeah, that three-pointer in front of our bench, that was just, that was a joke. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, that was a joke. Oh, man, it was, that shot was crazy. Contested. John Wall couldn't do anything um, to stop it. Like, hand in his face. What are you going to do? And, uh, but I, I wasn't a fan of, in the fourth quarter, when Washington had the last possession, or second to last possession, and we fouled them on purpose to send Bradley Beal to the free throw yeah. line, I wasn't a fan of that call. I, free, I wanted them, I preferred them to just let it play out mm-hmm. instead of giving them the free throw because then Bradley Beal ended up getting his own rebound yeah. and then tying the game. So and then Kyrie got a look, but he couldn't make it. But hey, we we did it in overtime. So. Without what did we miss? Al Horford with a knee injury, and then we missed Gordon Hayward yep. with an illness. And Brown, Jalen. Jalen, he was out. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, he didn't play at all. I don't know what. He has illness. He also has an illness. Yeah, he wasn't at that game at all. Now we missed the dominant presence of one, Gershon Yabuselli. Yes, we do. So, we're on now a seven-game win streak after a 10-10 and 10 start. Which One thing that... It's the best in the NBA right now. What happened? It's the best in the NBA right now. The For the time being. We will get there. Yes. Um. One thing I saw impressive was their free throw shooting. Yeah. They went 25 24. for 25. Oh. What, what were you going to say? I was going to say 24 for 24. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> they, were <laughs> they were 25 for 25. Um, that 100% mark, that's the most free throws they've knocked down since, what was the date? It was against Miami in 1990, so, a while ago. Yeah. It was a little bit a while ago. But, they're on a hot streak. They're, I believe, three and a half away from, or two and a half, three and a half away from Milwaukee for second in the East. And they've got Milwaukee within the next four games. The the fourth of the next four games. So... They're climbing back up there. Yeah. I gave them Christmas as their deadline to get it together. You gave them February. <laughs> no, the, no, I, I said... You said their Golden State matchup in February. <laughs> no, they, they they played January. January. January, yeah. Big difference. January, February. Because uh, I've been marking that on my calendar since since the schedule's released. Because I just... I marking just, that matchup? Yeah, I just loved the matchup from last year. Um, they were fun games. Well, we split them one and one, but it was just, just oh, it was, they were good games. The one we, um, the game we won in Boston, um, was was great. We played great defense. Um, I want to say, Golden State probably didn't put up no more than ninety five points. Eighty nine, ninety five. Oh, that's the score. Yeah, yeah. So it was a great defensive game, and then. The one in Golden State, that's when Kyrie went off and put up, like, I want to say 39. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and that was a good game. That went to, to the wire until they fouled Kyrie, and Kyrie tried to miss the free throw. Speaking of great defense, <laughs> something we forgot to mention was um, the box score enemy himself, Marcus Smart, last night. Yes. That's something we forgot to mention. Mm. The almighty box score yeah. enemy. Who scored 18. I think he had uh, three steals. No, he had like three offensive rebounds and a steal. Yeah, he was making plays. He was hustling as he usually does. Jumping out of bounds, setting charges. Mm-hmm. He was doing his thing. He's he's hitting a couple, you know, three-point shots too. So That's how you know he's on his night. Yeah. That's how you know it's his night. Marcus Morris, too. He had a really good night. Oh, yeah. He always plays well. He usually plays well against his brother. Against his brother. Yeah. <laughs> Last night, uh, Marcus Morris had 27 points, and he shot 11 for 20 from mm-hmm. the field. He's... Like, I, I knew about him, but I didn't know his shot... Was that good. Was that good. Yeah. Dude, he... Hand in his face, it doesn't matter. He's knocking it down. Mid-range, three-point line. I didn't really think about it until we hit that... um. That game winner against OKC last yeah. year. Remember that step mm-hmm. back? Yep. That's when I was like, contested wise, like, this dude can be legit. <laughs> we've got, okay, we've got someone in the back claiming it was a travel, but we're just going to ignore <laughs> it. It was a travel. It, it wasn't a travel. Ref didn't see it. Ref didn't see it. Anyway. Yeah, so. He's been definitely one of the most consistent guys within oh, yeah. the rotation overall. He's putting up. Pretty much 15-ish a game, mm-hmm. and playing his role phenomenally, which is something this team needs because consistently consistency yeah. early on in the season was non-existent yeah, within like every aspect of basketball that like yeah. every stats nerd can come up with. Yeah, it was pretty much only him to be honest in the, <laughs> yeah. in the beginning of the season. It was just him, and everyone else was struggling. Well, Tatum actually played well the first few games. He had a double double last night. Yeah. 12, 12 points, 12 boards. Shot 0 for 4 from 3, but... <laughs> <laughs> but that's not, that's, not what, that's not what the story's about last night. Um, I'd say that was last night was their most impressive win of the year. They came back from 11 down in the third. They were down 9 at halftime. Mm-hmm. See, I... For me, probably was the Raptors game. That was... Because the Raptors are up on the rise, and they're playing so well, and uh, we, we beat them in overtime. It was uh, that's for me. That was um, that was a key win. As long as you didn't pull the Chicago fifty-six point game. That was a. It was just last night. What impressed me most was how everything came together clicking, mm-hmm. like everything that. Like this team has that makes it what it is with Smart's defense, Morris's contribution from the bench, or starting wherever he comes from, Kyrie's leadership, which is something that I've been aching to see for a grip now. Yeah. Talking about we need a what a fifteen-year veteran leader, which was that pissed me the fuck off at yeah. the beginning of the year. I didn't like that comment either. Like what? What did you want, Cal Corver to come in here? <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a fan of that comment. You you miss you miss Jefferson that much. Yeah, because he, he left the team, he left the Cavs. It was definitely an emotional statement, mm-hmm. Yeah, what it was. Definitely. He he has a few of those. This oh, time. yeah. He's got... When, um, that comment he had about Thanksgiving. What did he say again? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, what did he say? Fuck Thanksgiving yeah. or something like that? Was that the whole... That was after the Jamal Murray thing, right? 
Was that what it was? Yeah. Wasn't it? It was, right? After Jamal Murray that's, dropped, that's he tried it. to go for the 50 bomb, and then he shot the ball, and Kyrie, like, chugged it yeah, 40 rows exactly. up in Denver. <laughs> it was a good throw. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a really good throw. I, I don't know why, you know, he's getting fined for that. I thought it was pretty impressive that he chugged it that far. <laughs> I I mean you've seen you've seen it time and time again with like basketball players, rappers and whatnot throwing out first pitches in a baseball game. Kyrie's taking a basketball and he's chugging it over to Denver. It pretty much went from Denver to the T D Garden. Yeah, that, that went the camera went way up. Yeah. Up. Like I thought he was going balcony. Mm-hmm. And that, there wasn't a whole lot of effort put into that throw either. So imagine if he tried to like just absolutely gun it. He would have put a, like a big hole through the yeah, wall. I hope he didn't hit anyone. <laughs> no, that would have killed somebody instantly on impact. <clears throat> what would you say? Are they finding their groove? Is this is this the time uh, where they finally put their, their see, I want basketball moves aside? I understand that you know not every team has their whole team healthy, mm-hmm. and the Celtics. We don't like Horford, Jalen, and Hayward were all out. So I just want to see everyone together and see how that is because that's the part that that like kind of concerns me because we've seen like what Brad Stevens can do with underman teams. Yeah, he's always like been shorthanded, but we've never seen this team completely like click all together. Yeah, and that's the thing that like I'm still waiting to see. Yeah, so we can only wait till everyone's back and see how we play offensively because offensively is the probably our struggle right now. Gordon Hayward was looking like he was finding his way in. Yeah, Jalen Brown was my is still remains my biggest concern within this team right now. Well, he's he's not getting much shots. He's probably out of out of the Kyrie, Brown, Tatum, Hayward. And Horford, he's probably getting the least shots. So That's justified. Yeah, he's probably only getting... That corner threat is completely yeah. like non-existent this year. Like, last year, I don't, I don't have the splits. That's something I wanted to search for. From the corner, he was, like, automatic from three. Yeah. And now it's, like, that whole aggression and drive to the basket, that, like, Westbrook-esque threat attacking the, the rim is, like, not there. I don't know why he's so hesitant with it. Yeah, his, his shot percentages are down this year. He's shooting way too much. Yeah, he's not he's, driving in as much, which is like a, a league-wide thing that's been pissing me off. It's like, within the past ten years, teams shoot like ten percent more from the three. Yeah, I recall which is you absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. I recall you getting upset about the Celtics taking so many threes. Dude, in the, was it? I think it was the it was either the third or the beginning of the fourth, where like eight straight possessions were three ball, and they were like yeah. two for eight from yeah, it. We shoot a lot of threes. But that's not, and like, that shouldn't not, be our game. Yeah, that's we're the not, thing. Yeah, we're not, I mean, we're decent, but we're not, like, consistently hitting, like, 15 threes a night or 13 threes a night. Yeah, we got no problem shooting, like, five times at him. Yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, we take a lot of threes. I hate modern-day NBA. I'm sticking by my proposal that the three ball needs to be worth two and everything inside the paint needs to be worth three. That's how you save basketball. <laughs> Serge, you, Serge agreed with that proposal. No, well, well <laughs> the, closer the, the closer you are to the rim, the easier it should be to make it. Mm. So why, why get more points? Saves the game. Saves the game. Stop it. 
They're shooting way... Oh, it's disgusting. Houston tried to do it to beat Golden State last year in the Western Conference Finals. They almost did it. They failed completely. They did terrible. James Harden had, was no part in it. Didn't he shoot? 17. He went what? They went over 17 as a team. In Game 7, right? Yeah. yeah and then James like... Harden within Game, I think, 6 and 7. His percentage was under... I forgot what it was. Yeah. Well, It the, was under 20 from yeah. 3. Game 6, they got blown out. It was awful. It's the game cleaning it off. It's saying they're not going home. And then game seven was just... How convinced are you that if Chris Paul was healthy, they would have won that series? 110%. 110%, yeah. I'm one of those people, too. I don't I think they would have won it, personally. They would have won it. Think about it. Is it, like, that's... It was the same thing in the Eastern Conference Finals. Tell me, you tell me if Kyrie wasn't there, the Celtics wouldn't have won that one? Completely not. Thing the Celtics wouldn't have won with Kyrie. Yeah. You think they wouldn't have won? No, they, they needed someone to close ridiculous. Game Seven. They will easily win it, wasn't it? You're saying they would win it? Yeah. Okay, I thought he said yeah. they wouldn't. I, I was so confused. <laughs> I was about to whip out like well, Smart and Rozier went like 0 for 20 from three. Yeah, there. That Game Seven was like a toss up. Nobody wanted to win it. It was good defense. That's all. No, it was terrible. Like, LeBron was getting his guys open looks from three. Kyle Korver was missing everything. <laughs> then Jeff Green took over in the fourth. Oh, my gosh. That was heartbreaking. That was awful. Oh, man. I don't know how people aren't convinced that we would have had a Houston-Boston series had both sides I, not I been I feel out. like I said that at the beginning yeah, of the year. I got to check. Said what? I'm pretty sure I said that Houston and Boston. I sent out a tweet like a month earlier that it was going to be Houston-Boston in the finals, but the NBA finds its way to fool me all the time. It happens. Injury and then... Yeah, injury. (laughs) Injury both sides. Both ways, injuries. How are you feeling this year? Would you like to... Oh, I don't even know Would you like to clock in your prediction right now or no? No. No? The East... (laughs) <laughs> Dean, have some, Dean, you got something you'd like to chime in? The Clippers are winning it all. The Clippers are winning it all. This year? Blake Griffin's Michael Jordan out there this year. Dean, he doesn't play for LA. Wait. <laughs> he said Blake, Blake Griffin's in Detroit, Dean. I mean, yeah. <laughs> nice try, though. Nice try. <laughs> How, all right, all right, all right. How long is Milwaukee going to sustain what they're doing? When it comes to playoff time, they will. What does that mean when it comes to their time? I mean, they're hitting. When it comes to playoff time, though, they done. I don't see them. What does that mean? <laughs> He's saying that they'll choke. They're, they'll they're all they're all regular season. They're nothing, which I agree with. I don't Same think they're. Gonna, I don't think they're going to make any noise. I, I think Toronto's going to be in the Eastern Conference. Giannis Conference. is going to see. Go you see, I've been saying this too many times. Like Toronto's going to be nice, and then when we get to the playoffs, they just crumble. Where did I you know. say they went to? They went like six and one without Kawhi or something like Seriously. that. Six and one without Kawhi. They've been yeah. seven and one without Kawhi. Seriously. They just yeah. defense yeah. and offense. And they recently played Golden State without Kawhi too. What, what are your saying? predictions for uh, the Nuggets? Right now? Yeah. Uh. First round exit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I don't hate that prediction. Yeah, I don't hate that prediction at all. Right now they be playing Sacramento. Do you, do you think they're gonna be one you through think four? Sacramento's gonna be there when it comes to the 
big. But as of right now, <laughs> so you think they're gonna Denver is gonna be five through eight or one through four? Uh, five through eight. I'm with, mm-hmm. I'm with them on that. I'm with them on that. The only team I have somewhat hope for surprising me and exceeding my expectations personally is either Portland or Utah. Those are the only two teams I've got my eye on. Well, if you think about it, Westbrook and Paul George is playing, you know. Yeah, but the script writes itself. Yeah, I, I know, know what's going to happen. I have no faith. I have I'm no faith in, in yeah. Mr. Fantasy Basketball and... Mr. I disappear in the yeah. fourth quarter. They're talented, but the the way they close games, like you saw, you saw when they don't close us, games That's against the, the Celtics. You saw how they didn't score in the last four and a half minutes. This season was it? This season that was, it was Oh yeah, 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 like, right. yeah. It was like early in the season. Yeah, they didn't score. They scored one point in the yeah, last four. Minutes. Yeah, last four and a half minutes, and um, <laughs> and then last season that Morris shot. It was the same story, basically. They couldn't close that the game. That was a 20-point comeback. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But they can't close. But Paul the Jones way they a better season right now than yeah. he ever did. Oh, so. I'm sure he is. <laughs> but I just know they can't close. The way they close is awful. So that first-round exit to Utah last year was brutal. Yeah. That was brutal. Uh, yeah, I wasn't expecting like, that. Like, instantly people were penning in OKC Golden State for, like, the Western Conference mm-hmm. Finals right after Paul George, that trade was announced. <laughs> they lost Coach. to a rookie. They lost to a rookie. Yeah. <laughs> we got to make that into a t-shirt. Just put, like, a Westbrook headshot. <laughs> a mug shot. Put, no, no, no. Put, um... Donovan Mitchell's head on Westbrook's body. (laughs) 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 Scary Donnie. Scary Donnie. The only reason they lost, it's because of the coach. Explain Uh, that one. You know when a team is going, you know, 0-5, 0-6, and back-to-back positions? You think a timeout call would have propelled Gold? Definitely. It slows the game down. (laughs) A timeout call would not propel Paul George's mentality and skill set, his shooting ability, or lack thereof in the fourth. Oh, they call it timeout. Yeah, he back. was. Yeah. <laughs> was it game game six? He was two of fourteen, I think. And then he was. Let's not forget Mello. Mello shot like yeah. shit too. Yeah. Don't talk down on Mello. <laughs> Is it oh, ever? I'll we'll talk guys, down on him when he gets back and I if he gets s- back. I want to say this was game six. You guys remember um, when Paul George shot the ball, and mm-hmm. he was he. I thought he was fouled. I th- he was at the three point line. It was at the end of the game. Yeah. And. They didn't call foul. He's just looking, raising his hands up like, "Where's the foul?" I thought I thought it was a foul because I was trying to. I was, I was rooting for them because I felt bad, but they couldn't. They couldn't close. The script writes itself, and it's going to write itself yeah. this year again. I have no hope for OKC. I appreciate their yeah. presence in the NBA. Yeah, they have. Yeah, they have good flashes of. They um, have nice uniforms. Brilliance. I mean, yeah, PG-13 is a cool nickname. Yes. Playoff P is another story. That's not a thing. <laughs> I don't know where you that, that came from. But, you know, it's it's confusing in OKC. Rob, you know what else is confusing? What? Finding tickets to a sports game or a concert. <laughs> but I've got you covered. Mm-hmm. My friends at SeatGeek, they use hundreds of sites to find you the most affordable tickets and save you time and money. My listeners, use promo code SportsGuyGeo to save $20 off your first purchase. Dean, you can go to the 
a Charlotte Hornets game. Just download the SeatGeek app. See Kemba Walker. I'm looking it up right now. You're looking it up right now. You see, it's that easy and it's that quick. I got to go see the AOCS game too and watch David Price throw an absolute gem via SeatGeek. Mm-hmm. Rob, why don't you use SeatGeek? Yeah, I might have to get up on it. Serge, you use SeatGeek. I do. Download SeatGeek today. Back to the show. <laughs> Anyways, as we were talking, what are your expectations for San Antonio this year? Um. All right, I guess Serge is first. Not doing nothing. Something that a conversation I would like to bring up personally is how differently things would be looking if LeBron had gone San Antonio. Because that was my prediction last offseason. I thought he was going there. Of course, I but was. did you think he should go there? Yes, I think I said it was the. Smart. It would have been the smartest decision for him personally, because mm-hmm. you're gonna add that whole thing to your resume of reviving their winning culture, which they've lacked within the past like five or so years. Because Kawhi's gone through his like mental breakdown or whatever. I don't know what's up with the guy. <clears throat> you've got coaching. You've got young talent. I thought Percy was the right decision. You're gonna have Demar Derozan by your side, so it's not like you've got Lamarcus Aldridge, who played phenomenally against Golden State last season in the playoffs. I thought it was... He was the only one taking shots, so... Because he was making them. In the fourth quarter of their, what was it, game four loss, he scored, like, 15. Yeah, I just... What was your oh, What was your prediction last offseason? Was it, was it L.A.? Uh, I didn't have a prediction, but I did tweet... That if Demarcus Cousins stayed in New Orleans, then oh should, no! I remember <laughs> hearing you say this. He should right, go to right, the Pelicans. Right. <laughs> I remember. I remember. Oh no! I just I, I I don't know. Just the thought of LeBron having two big men that dominant. That means he'll just be you know getting carried to the. I don't think you want that. <laughs> Do you think he made the right decision? Oh, I mean, yeah. He's he's got his. His uh, movie stuff. Um, he's, All right. Uh, aside from like the family stuff yeah, and the business, and the business standpoint of the la la lifestyle. No, from that a, is the from business. A, from a pure <laughs> basketball standpoint, legacy, winning, etc. Do you think he made the right decision? No. <laughs> no. Legacy, winning. Uh, they're not gonna. They're not gonna win a championship. They're not. Unless they add... Seed-wise, where do you have L.A. sitting at the end of the year? See, I, it's kind of hard with the West because the West is going to be like... Five, two, three. Yeah, one game away. But I said I said, in, I said 48. I want to say I picked them to have 48 wins. I got to check my article real quick. I recorded a podcast where I named my like top five for the West. And I, ha- I have them going top five at the end of the year. But I forgot what what the order was particularly. I know it was something along the lines of like Golden State. I had Utah at the two seed. I had I believe Portland at the three seed. Like, oh, yeah, Utah really high. I have high expectations for Utah. I had who did I have at the four seed? I forgot. It might have been like San Antonio and then oh no no Houston and then and then LA. So I, yeah, I did. So my prediction scattered all over the place right now. So yeah, I did pick LA to win 48 games. 
You got him at 48 and 34? Yeah. That's what I picked. I don't hate that prediction. Dean, did you also write a blog before the season about where you had L.A. standing? <laughs> I don't think any of us got that did not. You didn't submit your blog? No. Well, all right, that goes... That goes for everything. Um. Classes about basketball. So. There's Trevor Ariza talks. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, the that's Lakers, something that's very interesting. Lakers do not want to give up their young core, which is a good yeah. thing. Because. Would you should. be willing up to part ways with the Brandon Ingram or the Lonzo Balls? They should. They should no. trade Ingram. No. Well, if you can keep I think, one, I think you can keep one. Who would you keep between Ingram and, and Lonzo? See, I think I think neither of them can play with LeBron. Well, Lonzo I can't shoot. Yeah. Yeah, Ingram, Ingram and Lonzo don't. Ingram has been a major disappointment since his like first five minutes in the league. <laughs> with the expectations as high as they were, and yeah. now we're just settling for less. And now, Kuzma's like completely been like the savior oh, yeah. for LA's draft cool. within the past four or so years. Oh yeah, I'll tell you about it. They got Josh Hart. Josh Hart. I like Josh Hart. I like Josh Hart. I don't hate Josh Hart. That's another good pick. Pick up. But, I mean, I say it time and time again. I think Philly should have taken Lonzo Ball. I think that would have been perfect for their system. You disagree? You got something to say? Uh, no. Keep talking. Listening. Anyway, <laughs> get to you later. Um. When you look at Philly and then you just look at all the different options to defer with their offensive weapons, you have Redick at the time, you had Bellinelli, you had you have Joel Embiid, you have Ben Simmons. I All Lonzo Ball needs to do to propel a team and make them better is pass. You can't do that in any LeBron team regardless of the location. Mm-hmm. LeBron's always going to bring the ball up. Yeah. He's always going to control the ball. He's going to control the floor from the offensive standpoint. So. Yeah, Lonzo, Lonzo is struggling. And, and I feel like... <laughs> I feel like, well, I don't think it's because of LeBron, but I just feel like with Lance there and all those <laughs> those guys that like to play fancy. The personality guys. Well, they take the game half serious. Yeah, they <laughs> they try to like, like I don't know if you guys saw it, but they were on a, Lakers were on a fast break. I think I don't, and he tried to put it behind yes, his back. Yes. Lonzo is, is right, like he's probably two, like probably, okay, like, probably like five feet from the basket. And instead of going up for the layup, he decides to do a bounce pass from behind. That goes through over everybody's yeah. head <laughs> in the arena. It, it essentially yeah. touched the Raptors. It was awful. And it almost knocked down over. Kobe's number eight. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, a few plays before that, like, Lance did that the same thing. Like, oh, my goodness. And did you see the layup that he bummed? LeBron, like, threw a Kevin Love-type, like, yeah. quarterback pass down the other end. Lonzo goes up, completely botches it. <laughs> what do you think? Do you think it's mental with him? Lonzo? Yeah. He's nervous, yeah. His dad be saying, like, yeah. His dad hasn't been talking with him in the yeah, past. Yeah, he's like, been quiet. I wonder if it has to do with LeBron. Maybe he's like, oh, it's definitely got to be he's LeBron. He's like, oh, I got LeBron. I don't have to do he, as much. I think it's that, and he knows that, like, if LeBron would come off and say something negative about him, it could harm his brain even more than it's harmed. Because the Better Business Bureau gave... Big baller brand, like the lowest of possible scores. Did they? Yeah, they did. Like, I guess they haven't been shipping out their products or their hoodies or their five hundred dollars shoes or whatnot. Who's buying those knockoffs? <laughs> I saw the site was fifty percent off on Black Friday. Everything I wanted to buy a hoodie, but 
you guys ran out of the blue ice black hoodie in a size medium, so <laughs> I wasn't able to make my cop. Like, I'm not a big baller for the time being. What do you got going there, Rob? Uh, this is the, the videos of Shaq and the Fool, just them just throwing the ball away. Shaq and the Fool, that's another ball. subject. We haven't heard much of <laughs> <laughs> We haven't heard much of JaVale McGee being featured on Shaq and the Fool. Yeah. He's, he's been balling. He is. He's, he's getting his blocks. One of the most feared presence in the paint right now. <laughs> Easily. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, but... Comeback player type season. How old is he? No I'm just saying the type season. I have no idea. How old is JaVale McGee? He's like 32. About. He is... Serge, you, you get to keep this podcast if you got he that played, right. He played well with Golden State. It's just well, that... He didn't He's get 30. consistent 30. minutes. Oh, so I get to keep my podcast. Serge, you messed up. I did, big time. So he averages 2.6 <laughs> blocks you know a game. Who's, you know who's cutting yeah. me out? Amari Cooper. We're not talking about that. Oh my god, that means fucking nice, bro. I'm telling you. I do like the D-Rose subject. That's something we can get into. Yeah, D-Rose. We haven't really mentioned him. D-Rose averaging like 18 Whoa. points. He's having a great season. 18 and a half. Didn't he drop like damn near 40 against LA in that game? Yeah, he was, he was going up. And his three-point um, percentage? That, I don't know if it's his best. 47%. It probably, it's probably, yeah, it's probably his best for his career. <laughs> I mean, toot my own horn or anything, but uh, there's one man in this room who drafted him in our fantasy basketball league, and it's the guy talking right now. So I think I might have. One. Your league doesn't count because, all right, <laughs> story time. Dean hits me up on like a Sunday or so. He's like, bro, you want to join our fantasy basketball league? I'm like, yeah, I'm down. Ironically enough, or conveniently enough, the night I go with Surge to opening night against the 76ers, freaking awesome game. I get 29 combined fantasy points from J.J. Redick and Joel Embiid. The draft is taking place. I have no connection whatsoever from the... Whose fault is the that? <laughs> Salem trains Dean, you should know my schedule. And then we're driving back. I'm eating my, like, $10 pizza, which is freezing at this point. And then I look, and it's like, oh, the draft just started. <laughs> I get back. I'm like, fuck, I can't draft anybody. Mm-hmm. I end up having, like... Who's on my team? You pull up my team, because I... I I think I have, like... I pull up my Yeah, I have, like... I think James Harden, and my next best player is probably like right, J.R. Smith or something. Oh, like Michael, I'm pretty sure I got Michael Beasley sitting somewhere <laughs> around that rotation. Uh, he doesn't play at all. But now Neither does my team. <coughs> I didn't get to draft anybody. You currently stand fifth, though. <laughs> Let me see my team. You got Kyle Lowry. No, 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 I'm going to read this off. Okay. okay? I'm going to read off what you did to me. In our league, though, I have the best team. Oh, it's actually not that bad. <laughs> I told you. This dude said James Harden and then dropped way down to J.R. Smith. It's not a very good team. There's no way. Hold on. You said I'm fifth. What's my record? This just goes off by points. We ever set it up stupid. Oh, you... Who... All right, I'm sitting with 4,847 points, wherever the fuck that is. <laughs> um, all right, here we go from top to bottom. I have Kyle Lowry, James Harden, DeMar DeRozan, Nicola Meritich, Marcus Gasol, Mike Conley, Gordon Hayward, Alfred Payton, Willie Cauley-Stein, Nicholas Batum, Dwight Howard, <laughs> Wendell Carter Jr., and Brooke Lopez. Why did you guys laugh at that? You think that's a bad team, though? Yeah, oh, let me see. The team's no. what you're laughing at? 
<laughs> no, yeah, just a particular. Anyway, we're not going to dig deep into anything particular. <laughs> you really laughing right, about? Right. I mean, saying that's a bad team, though. It's hey, not a very good team. Will you read my team off? Okay. Oh. <laughs> this is like the freaking A Rod, A Rod steroid injection, like <laughs> fantasy basketball team. I don't know how you got this or who you trade for. Dean, on the other hand, has five thousand eight hundred ninety-four fantasy points. What is gambling? Haha! Ha. What, what the hell is that? I don't know. That's the name. Is the that the league name? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. He has John Wall, Bradley Beal, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Clint Capella, Donovan Mitchell, Harrison Barnes, Serge Ibaka, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid, Demarcus Cousins, Josh Rich. All right. Ryan. There's no way. There's no way. What is that? That's an awesome What is that? How do you have? What is that? KD, LeBron, who does, who is in second team. Who is there? Two players in that league. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> How does he get that team? Well, if, we, well, if we're talking about, you know... I can try to pull up the trade. We're not talking about your fantasy if team If we're right talking now. about the league that we have on, though... I mean... I have the best team in that league. I mean... Alright, like I said in the beginning okay, of the so year... I hold on, let me just get him out the way. What I said in the beginning of the year, and I'll always say, is it doesn't matter what your record says, it matters who wins it at the end. Okay. But I've beat you already. Yeah. So I traded DeAndre Ayton and Buddy Heald for Joel Embiid and Giannis. He's traded DeAndre Ayton and Buddy Heald for Giannis and Joel Embiid. And then I can tell you the other one. With who? Luigi? Um, no. Because I did a trade with Luigi, too. I did one with Luigi, too. It was the greatest trade I've ever done. Yeah, let's not talk about that because we ESPN could probably be listening to this. <laughs> yeah, it's a serious trouble if we find out these trades we, that have been going down. I don't know. The other trade's not coming up. But you know how wild the fantasy time. blues of Salem are upon us. Oh yeah, football too. I have the best league. Let's well, not talk about league. fantasy football. Best Me and my boys were. It's not our year. Best team in the league, baby. Yeah, that's your league. That's your league. We're gonna we're gonna get into fantasy baseball, and we'll see how that goes. I will have the best team. I promise you. So start doing your research, boys. I already did. Mickey Bates, my first pick. He can't be your first pick because <laughs> I'm gonna have the first pick. <laughs> That's why, because I, I think I'm gonna have the first pick. Made a lot. Who invited you to the league? Who oh, I'm in the joke? league now. Who invited you to it? Well, what if Dean has the Me. first pick? What is this league? Fantasy baseball. He I don't know who to pick. <laughs> <laughs> baseball. It goes by projection, boy. Just pick up the best one. Alright, pick up Babe Ruth. <laughs> yeah. No, he just hit me with a curveball there. Year, We're going to get... By by the time we hit the summertime podcast, Dean will know more about baseball than anybody on this podcast. Um, my life. <laughs> but anyways... <clears throat> you know I give up um. Joe Kelly is no longer a Boston Red Sox, and my heart is broken because of it. Well, I think we we would be fine without him. No, we're gonna be fine without him. He's a good player. Don't get me but wrong, but we got Yoli is the guy. Say that name again. <laughs> Say it how you just said it again. Yoli, he's the guy. Who's Evioli? Evaldi. <laughs> the Red Sox and Nathan Ovaldi. Yeah, he's the best player from the you know. But then again, we're lacking a little bit in bullpen because Craig Kimbrell wants a six-year deal. I don't know who the fuck is going to give him that. So, we got to say goodbye to Joe Kelly and Craig Kimbrell. Going to miss you, boys. Bye. You're not going to miss him? No. All right. Want to see champion? Rob, any other topics you'd like to dig into? Hmm. Rubbing your chin here. Something interesting. The Rockets. 
The Houston Rockets. Houston Rockets. Biggest disappointment in the NBA today. <laughs> yeah, when are they going to start being good again? I give you credit. You called Boston getting it together before Houston. The Rockets are, they beat the Lakers tonight. I won. Yeah, they won by about 17. Okay, so they're beginning to meet expectations. Well, they they got to climb their way out there. Cause Where do they stand right now? I think they're like 7th or 8th. Fourteenth? Huh. No, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. 14th. <laughs> Last time I checked, they were fourteenth. I can check. What's their record? I want to say like maybe like a game. They are. 15. They're thirteenth, and they're thirteen and fourteen. Thirteen and fourteen. Oh my gosh. I think, you know, the fact I mean, I, I got a question. If Trevor Reza was still there, are they a top five seed today? No. <laughs> what do you guys think? I don't think one man can make that button much of a difference. I mean, you thought a timeout would win a series. A player can change the dynamic of a team more than a timeout can change the, like, the outcome of a series. If your team is struggling from the field, you don't just watch them play the last nine minutes without scoring the fucking basket. Alright, but he's also he was also the best defensive player on that team. No, that was Clint Capella. No, it was, it was no, no, no. Trevor Reason. No, it was Clint Capella. What are you guys arguing about? I said that I'm asking if uh, Trevor Ariza was still a Houston Rocket today. Would Houston be a top five seed in the West right now? No, I don't think he'd make that much of an impact. What do you mean? Well, I mean, how many games are they away from being a top five? Same. Three and a half games from being a top five seed? Yeah. You don't think a player can make a three and a half game difference? I'm not saying he's going to make a... 21 yeah, difference, three and a half. Trevor Ariza is going to make three and a half game difference. He's vastly better defensively than a lot of options they got there. He, well, he is, but he's not stopping the whole team. I think they would be a self upset today, personally. Well, my question is that Where do you think they're going to be at the end of the year? I have no idea. What's he doing in um, Phoenix? Yeah. It's Phoenix. He's making money. That's he's what he's doing. Four for twenty-four record. <laughs> Phoenix. Phoenix is YMCA basketball. You can do whatever the hell you want Sitting over there. Why is he not averaging a career high then? If he can do whatever. Because Devin Booker's there and he's old. <laughs> he's just there for the money. What do you mean? The reason's not gonna take all the shots. It's Devin Booker's team. They got DeAndre Ayton, Josh Jackson. That. They have Dragon Bender. I remember that day we found out so it's when Paul George announced and then Trevor Reza announced where he was going. Yeah. What? Well, you hit him up. No, we were together. Oh. Uh. Were we? Or you were at my house? We were at Hannah's. Hannah's? That's where we, we lost service. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, bing, bing, bing. Paul George you decided lost to. I got it. Yeah. Yeah, he stayed with Westbrook because he knows Westbrook. He knows. He's a good player. I'm KD. Would you go as far as to say you don't believe Houston's going to make the playoffs? No. They definitely make no, the playoffs. No, they shouldn't make the playoffs. There's no excuse. First round bounce? No. Um, I get the pass. Yeah. What would they get, like? I can see them losing to... You think in a game 
in the game of seven games of the team ahead yeah. of Houston's going to beat them? I'll take Denver over Houston right now. I was now. just about to ask. <laughs> if the first round is Denver versus Houston, who are you I'll taking? I'll take Denver right now. Denver, honestly. Wait, okay. I just disgusting. I need Gary Harris to come back. But when, once who he was it? Was back, it Gary Harris or Jamal Murray that's like, I have the ability to be the best player on the planet? Who was it that sent me that? probably Jamal Murray. Yeah, probably Jamal One Murray. One of you two sent me that. And then I think like the next day on Instagram, I see he's gunning shots from half court. Did you see that no, video? that's Jamal Murray. That was Jamal, yeah. right? Yeah, he's shooting it from, like, what the orange line would be in the gym here to, like, within the circle to behind the circle. <laughs> and it was, like, back to back to back, just straight gunners. Because Jokic, Jokic is insane. Jokic is the filthiest, most underrated sought-after big man in basketball today. He is today. so good. <laughs> Passing-wise, there's yeah. no one that compares to him in the big man. Isn't it something like he has three fifteen assist games and like the la- that hasn't happened with the center in like the past since like the eighties or something like that? Literally. Uh, <laughs> Who would you predict that was? Oh man, I don't even know. <laughs> 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 but yeah, I, uh, I remember when Jamal Murray dropped almost fifty on the Celtics. We're not gonna talk. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It was a great game. I mean, we're on a seven-game win streak. I'm not worried about the Denver Nuggets right now. You get Porter Jr. and West. Isaiah Thomas ready, and not worry about my Isaiah Thomas is doo-doo. Isaiah <laughs> Thomas is doo-doo. <laughs> All right, that's Dean's take of the night. <laughs> We're going to quote that in there. Isaiah Thomas is doo-doo. Adam, tell him he's doo-doo. He's not good. What what is the update with him? Is is he supposed to play this year? He's, he's been on that slow grind for the past like eight seasons. Is he still gonna be producing those? Have you seen those those online films that he puts? <laughs> yeah. I forgot what they're called. They might might be called a slow grind. Slow I don't know what. That's sure. what they're called, right? I'm pretty sure. Something like that, where it's like every day it's just a zooming on his face <laughs> and a black and white screen with the the Washington Huskies logo on the back. And he's like, he's just he's just there quoting. I'm better than they think I am. It's <laughs> <laughs> him just taking shots for his kids and everything. <laughs> like what? How? What is the update with him? He's supposed to come back this week. This week? Are you being serious? Yes. What? I thought it was February. Why didn't I hear? I thought it was within this? next year too. I thought it was early next year. What? Surge is now two for seventeen. <laughs> what is that? And being our research guy, I don't know, dude. I can't read. I'm trying to make like. like I'm trying to make this from the whole from like update. I don't know. What is the update with him? Is he really supposed to come back this week? First article: Isaiah Thomas is having a profound impact on the Nuggets. How so? <laughs> He's a great. He is pushing Jamal Murray to be great. That's Jamal Murray said that himself. Jamal Murray's been playing well, so what is what's Thomas's role even gonna be in Denver? Sixteen of the year. Anyway. Yeah, I'll be coming off the bench. I said in the beginning of last offseason that he should have gone to Orlando. <gasps> I, I thought Orlando would have been a pretty good Thomas. spot. Yeah. <gasps> they don't have guards there. They don't have like anything. They got Aaron or Aaron Gordon's been playing well. He finally oh, found yeah. a three point shot Aaron last Gordon's year. Been playing well. They got Evan Fournier. They got what's what's their What's their big man's name? Vucevic. Vucevic. That's one of the most underrated big men, too, in the league. I, I, I wish Mobamba was performing nice. I'm, I really think that, um, what's his face? Rudy Gobert is the most underrated big man. But I think Rudy Gobert is, like, earned... He's 
like earned his stripes already. Everyone says his name at this point because he's well, like a well, block king. Well, they talking about you know the. You don't hear people talking yeah, about Vucevic. Rico is always in defensive player of the year. Like yeah, year. exactly. He's always in the conversation. Yeah. When you think of guys like Valanciunas and Vucevic, you never like those names never pop up of like who's the top big man today. It's like Boogie Cousins, Rudy Gobert, DeAndre Jordan, those Andre Drummond, those type of guys. But I thought personally that. Orlando would have been a really good fit for Thomas to like revive his brink truck self. What about um, Mobamba? I wish Mobamba was nice. But... I'm not paying attention to Mobamba, <laughs> Dean. You know why? Because my prediction for Rookie of the Year, Luka Doncic, is putting in work. I'm not worried about any other rookie. I'm worried about my rookie. Is he? He is my rookie. Because last time I checked, he just scored the Celtics. That's cool. <laughs> Nine points, five assists in the first. Oh wait, wait, wait! Can we talk about Serge's hot take yesterday? What's hot take? Oh, <laughs> let's get into that. <laughs> what was it? Your rookie. According to sources, sources being me, Serge Altador <laughs> stated that Trey Young within the next five years, I'm not gonna miss. Is going to have a good season, just like Curry's having right now. Could potentially be to the talents of one Stephen Curry. Which I thought was bizarre to say on planet Earth. Like, God's going to punish you someday for saying that. You're going to have to explain that when you, when you face God. Do I have to, though? You have to explain it. God, the first thing God's going to say is, Why the heck did you say that Trey Young is in any way, shape, or form Steph Curry? All right, but there are so many rookies that had better rookie seasons than him. You're talking about the best shooter you're ever going to see with your own two eyes. You're never going to see anybody like that. Mm. What do you mean? Because I'm standing right next to you. All right, we can just shut this podcast down after that. (laughs) Anyways, if there's anything else anyone would like to bring up, any other points, now is the time. I whipped out little Chris Henson there. <laughs> he saw that. This guy, this guy gets yeah. it. I'm literally driving this upside down. Serge, we'll talk about Fortnite after. Anything anyone would like to say or bring up? Best game in the world, Fortnite. That's all I gotta say. We'll, we'll try to cut that off. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you boys would like to mention? We've invited this kid. I'll take that as a no. <laughs> I want to thank Dean, Rub, and Serge for joining the Sideline Views Podcast, Episode 6. Subscribe on iTunes, on Spotify. We're on a bunch of stuff that I don't know. We're on something called, like, Pop Bean, whatever the hell that is. You guys can plug in your Twitters or whatever. You guys want to say anything? Um, you can follow me on Instagram. Dean, you have an Instagram. Yeah, moving up in the world. Speak into the mic, please. (coughs) (laughs) Follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is, hold on, um, Dean Westoff. (laughs) (laughs) Rob, you got anything you'd like to say? Yep, you can follow, my name is Robert Allen. You can follow me (laughs) on Twitter and Instagram. My username is Rob Jots, R-O-B-J-O-T-S. All right, Baka Chicken, you got anything to say? No, no, all right. Follow my Instagram. I have 20 followers. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you for listening. And no, tune in next week for episode 7. <laughs> <laughs>